just fire just fire me up and I'll, I'll go. I'll cue you. Right, of course you will. Well. <laughs> you are listening to From the Dome to Your Home podcast, the Municipal Association's weekly look at legislative action and issues facing cities and towns around the state. I'm your host, Casey Fields. Scott, welcome back, my friend. What a week. It's been a pretty good week so far. What a week. It is Thursday. We are coming off the heels of Hometown Legislative Action Day on mm-hmm. Tuesday yep. here in Columbia. And I just enjoyed every minute of it. It was just a wonderful day. It was a fast-moving day for me. Yeah, anyway. it was. Well, that's because you presented every hour on the hour. <laughs> I told you, I got I to... Gotta, I got to get out of there. Yeah, you do. I got to. But it's you, too much, I mean, Jerry. You know so much. That's not true. You know so much. No, here's the problem. I volunteer and make suggestions for topics. And when you do that, yeah, every you, time you are assigned that. Not that not to offend Mr. Producer, but it's kind of like uh, suggesting a topic for an Uptown article. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When we're in, he's going to look at you and be like, "Great, why don't you and, read that? and compliments to you, Mr. Producer. F- outstanding job during the uh, Council of Errors, playing uh, playing a, yeah. a great role. That was that was a lot of fun. Sort of the sort of the muckraker troublemaking role, right? And and somewhat um, a little risque. Maybe I was about even. to say a little, somewhat a little on the risque little, side. Little, I think little he's, naughty. Think he's kind of hot trotting around town. Sounds like well, that was those were only accusations. So by the disgruntled citizen, right? Well, right. we all know where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> um, speaking of, let's get up. Let's let's get started with our smoking hot municipal trivia to open up. Okay, the podcast today, Scott. Here is going to be my question. Mm. I will tell you the answer at the end okay. of the podcast. All right. You know what would make municipal trivia even better? No. All right. I just thought I'd ask. Are there cities and towns in South Carolina that have the same name as a county, but are not located in that county? I'll say it like they do on WIS TV News 10. County. Are there cities and towns in South Carolina that have the same name as a county, but are not located in that county? Is this a yes or no answer? Or do um, we name It's a the, yes or no answer, and then, the and then you must name them. Cities. Okay. I think I can do that. Well. I wasn't sure with last week's, If you can't, we'll never know the answer because we can't take callers. Scott, give me... <laughs> if you <laughs> a had... A pregnant pause there. If you perfect. had to... Uh, you know I like drama. If you had to take the temperature of the General Assembly this week mm. after um, everything that has been debated on the floor, um, what how would you how would you sum it up as somebody that's been over there that's been watching and listening and talking and I'll, I'll say this okay. and this is you know not having conversations with legis- legislators necessarily about what how they feel about the way some of the debates have gone. Right in the House, in the in the it's ongoing debate pure, in the purely Senate, your kind the, of observation yeah, in the Senate right now, as we're recording this, the uh, the Senate's in the middle of the another abortion debate. Right, um, I feel like this is like the fifteenth one in two it's years. It's on third reading, and they're having their debate today. We've been told, we've heard that they're going to go into the evening, but uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. The House had a really contentious day. Was it? 
Tuesday or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday on their, on the CRT bill, the anti-CRT bill. Uh, and again, based on my observations, despite the fact that they, many of them say, hey, we're all here to get along. We want to get along. We do get along. Uh, we are being respectful of each other. They're, those are just words, actions, and the the debate and how they are treating one another during the debate right. belies that, yes. in my opinion. Well, if, if, you, if you are a, a citizen of South Carolina, a resident of a city or town, and you are watching the debate um, just because you're interested or just because you want to be involved and, and know what's going on, um, <laughs> you would think that they hated each other. Well, you could. That is what you they, could come to that conclusion. That yes. that is what I watched. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. It it was um, it was unfortunate. It's it's regardless of the topic. Casey, it just wasn't to, for either side. It wasn't. And it's this is markedly this is probably as bad as I have seen it in the eleven now years that I've been going over there and working in the lobby. And I could be wrong. Maybe it's been worse previously. And, of course, everybody contextualizes, you know, what's going on in their world that day. Right. Ignorant right. largely of historical precedent and what's happened in the past. But, boy, it seems really, really contentious right now. And maybe when we get these culture war issues out of the way, things will cool down. But... The problem has been over the last couple of sessions is we right. never we never resolve these culture wars. They but, never come to an end. It but seems. if 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 we do, or we think that we do, something happens and then we don't. So they right. just never go away. Well, the the abortion the abortion debate is a perfect example. They thought they'd solved it with the six week ban, and then right. the state supreme court overturned it. So you know we got to cover the same ground again in the hopes that. You know, when it gets challenged, if they get it, when they, when they pass another bill, Mm -hmm. it'll get challenged. But of course, with the election yesterday, uh, you know, the presumption is that you'll have a more pro anti-abortion majority on the state Supreme Court. Right. That'll, that'll, that'll solve the issue. But who knows? I mean, who, who knows what else is going to come up to your point? It just, um, in, in the long term, and there are plenty of people that can go through a debate and um, leave the issue after the vote. The votes are the votes, yeah. and you move on. But these these culture, these social issues, Scott, that, that's not like you voted for a tax cut or a tax break or you know something are, that is very— They um, are certainly more emotional. It, it's very yeah. emotional, and some of these issues are hitting home for people as yes. far as family— their upbringing, their 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 story, their history, um, their culture, and that's very hard to to be. Oh well, okay, well, you voted for it. I didn't get my bill. That's okay, we, and you move on. We it's and different. We do know this that there are legislators who are casting votes that they don't necessarily believe in, but they're doing it out of loyalty to their party to mm-hmm. uh, whoever is they're They're doing it out of loyalty to someone or something, but not necessarily what they actually believe in. So 
I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Well, and we all, you know, we all make decisions sometimes. Um, there's a there's a uh, show that I'm watching right now okay. called For All Mankind. Right. It's on Apple Plus, I think. And there's a, a there's a pivotal character who is told at some point that all systems are corrupt. Right. And she she doesn't want to believe that, but when she gets the, to the point to where she has to make a decision for the betterment of herself, she, right. she tells herself before she makes the decision, all systems are corrupt, right. and then <laughs> there we are. So, um, I mean, that's that's a terribly pessimistic and cynical view, but God, unfortunately, coming from you, no. Well, I mean, that's, don't say that's it. part of the course for me, but I mean, as a, a general a outlook Thursday. for people, it's not. It's not, you know, it's tough, but unfortunately that's the world we live in right now. So I, I, you know, again, my hope is that once we get through these culture war issues, things will get back to a more normal way of working. And we're going to focus on things that um, the General Assembly can get done for the betterment of the entire state. Not to be argumentative, Mm. but will they ever end? Because once well, these finish, well, is there something else well, that's, that's going to come up you know, that's, that's, that they, you know, that they feel like they've got to deal with before they well, I mean, talk that, about jobs and economic development and the things that matter to the people my, of South Carolina? That was my point in saying earlier. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know when. Is this the end? It's a great mm-hmm. question. Or is Some, this the only el- thing they're going to do? Something else is going to come along. Right. I'm afraid. Yep. And we'll be right back in in here where we are. And we, you know. Listener, we don't, you know, we don't normally do this kind of punditry, if you will. That's right. I mean, we're kind That's of venturing right. away from our It was a different week, though, Scott. It was just a different positions. week. Uh, yes. But, and I think, I think people need to understand who aren't paying attention to this like we do every day. Right. I think this is our opportunity to, to let folks know, hey, mm-hmm. this is what, this is what you're facing as a state right now. That's right. And as we all know, and we talked about at HLAD mm-hmm. on Tuesday, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff is 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 beginning to to filter down to the local That's level. Right. That's right. It is. Um, I had a conversation with a guy yesterday um, who was lamenting the fact that certain advocacy groups, national advocacy groups, with you know uh, a specific ideological uh, goals. Um, we're now beginning to work to put up candidates for city council seats, for municipal seats, for county council seats. And he asked me, you know, does the municipal association speak out against this kind of stuff? Do you do, you know, what do y'all do to kind of prevent this kind of thing from happening? I said, look, that, you know, that's not our role. We don't do that at the association because we, we're going to have to work with whoever is elected. Same thing over the general assembly. That's right. So, um, we can't it it's up to voters it's up to residents themselves to get themselves educated or other groups for that matter to educate uh residents on who they should or should not vote for and you know you can't be you can't be hand fed every opinion and every view you've got to do a little bit of work on your own you got to be vigilant individually mm-hmm. by yourself and, and you know scott <laughs> Making sure the water runs and picking up trash. I, last time I checked, you didn't have to be uh, in a political party or affiliated with a political party or 
have an opinion about something in order just to make sure that the trash gets picked up. Well, I mean, and you know, potholes get filled and we've, we've talked, we talk about this at uh, municipal elected officials Institute in, you know, various ways. If you're a one issue candidate and you come in, you solve that one problem, you've still got, you know, mm-hmm. two more years to work on council at, at a minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are you going to do? What, That's right. what else are you going to work on? Um, are you interested in anything once you address your single issue? Mm-hmm. Um, and and aren't isn't city councils, town councils are, are pretty limited in scope when it comes to right, right, you know, to right. social issues. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So concentrate on making your city the best it can be, so yeah. it can make the state even better. Yeah, I, I, you know, and of course we've heard over the years about. Um, various national interests, uh, grassroots kinds of interests who have an ideological uh, foundation, who are foundation, not, you know, underpinnings mm-hmm. who are saying, you know, we're going to take over, we're going to take over the country by starting at the local level uh, to the, to the, whatever their ends or whatever their mm-hmm. ends are. Mm-hmm. And um, that can be, that could be dangerous for the country if you become, you know, homogenous. Is that the, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Homogenous. You need to have some diversity of opinions and ideas and that's right. That's where you get to the best thing. Yeah. You know, like if you, you have, um, you have people that challenge your ideas and you come up with even better ones. It's kind of like when we all sit around a table and we talk about, you know, how can we do, let's, let's talk about annual meeting. Let's talk about, hometown legislative action day let's talk about how we solve this this bill or you know we we sit around and we debate each other and we have good honest respectful and civil conversations and then we always come up with the best thing well and i'll I'll tell you casey that is playing out right now in the general assembly where you have dominant one-party rule that's right and that runs legislation and and dis- le- and despite the fact that railroad despite the fact that you know the minority gets some opportunity to push back mm-hmm. it is largely pushed it's largely just sort of swept away yeah um yeah. i was in a subcommittee hearing this morning on um on the uh, blaine amendment repeal the constitutional mm-hmm. amendment that in the state constitution that would that currently prohibits the use of public funds for religious schools, other private entities for, for, for religious oriented education. And, you know, you got testimony, but a lot of these votes are predetermined and take place regardless of the arguments that are made on either side. So, right. right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying I'm not dis, I'm not debating the merits of this particular bill. Right, right. But I, what I'm lamenting is the, the way in which it the, was handled. The lack of now, of course, you know, people could argue that during the CRT debate yesterday that the minority had lots of opportunities to put up amendments. Um, well, not really. Um, if you want to get into the mechanics of it, which I really don't, but uh, debate was limited from the jump. 
True. Yeah, there, no, that's right. There was right. no you're, extended you're right. debate yep. in order, so it was it was. Yeah, as cloture as the was bill, invoked immediately. As soon as the bill was explained, <clears throat> cloture was invoked. Right. Um. So yeah, debate was limited. And you know what? Here's the other the other response is from the majority side is okay. You know, you want you want your ideas to go through, win more elections. Mm-hmm. Valid. Absolutely. Right. Sure. You're 100 percent right. Absolutely. So you know until until the we've the got dem- to come until the to Democrats a, figure out how to. To Get win more elected. elections, yep. then we're going to be mm-hmm. we're going to be a one party state for a long, long time. That's right. So, um, and, and again, I'm not arguing whether that's a good thing. I'm not arguing. Thing. That's right. In, in terms in terms of in in terms of the policies that Republicans are passing, we can we'll debate those. And I don't. I'm trying not to belie my politics. Sure. But as you said, um, a more inclusive and not even inclusive more seeking of more ideas and honest debate over Mm -hmm. ideas Mm -hmm. um is is a healthy thing in our in our country and and i'll tell you those of us and I'm, i'm talking about municipal elected officials people that work in legislative politics you know you 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 exist in this bubble and you you your politics and everything, you know, you kind of become immune to some of this stuff and you just say, Oh, there's another day. Right. But when you take yourself out of it a little bit, and when I look, when I change my perspective, not as, you know, a, a political, a politico 20 years in the business, when I look at it as a mother, um, as a woman, yeah. um, you know, especially, especially as a mom, it, it, it changes my, outlook well I, for sure I, I absolutely i know that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean I, I and it's understandable yeah it really is right. understandable um but unfortunately again until um until democrats start winning more elections well is that or, the answer or or until it is that I, the answer I, do do mm-hmm. it, you know do we want more folks i, I want people who are going to come to the middle and find good things from either side and come up with something that's great for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, when you compromise, not everybody's going to love every single thing about it. Right. But I want somebody who's going to listen and share ideas, be respectful and not engage in a petty name calling argument that you teach your children at a very young age that is not right. Most of us do, yeah. Um, so I you know, I that that's what I want. And I feel like I'm asking for a unicorn that poops rainbows. <laughs> maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I really wanted to try um I really wanted to say something different that was extremely crass and I hope my mom is not listening. <laughs> But I wanted to try out the bleep button. Um, maybe I'll try that another time. Yeah, Mr. Producer, try to get the bleep button. I just give have him, to tell my mama not to of, give, give him lots of lead up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Warning there. I am about to say <laughs> a bad word. All right, Scott. So this week, um, I want to kind of th- the point of talking to this bill that we're going to talk about this week is I kind of want to dispel some some rumors maybe about this bill and the language that is in this bill, um, and then what was said on the floor today. 
about possibly a, another bill yeah, which that's I coming missed. up on this on this issue. That, so so you testified in a Senate medical or you went to Actually, a medical yeah, yeah, didn't need Senate to. Medical Affairs Subcommittee on Senate Bill 414. That is the tobacco flavoring um bill. Tell us a little bit about this bill. I, we know that we've been dealing with this for years. Yeah. Um and this is it's been on the floor before. It's yeah. been contested um and sat on the Senate calendar. Tell me a little bit about um, so about the bill and how where we yeah. stand in this bill. So I guess when vaping became really started to kind of take off, there were efforts across the country um, and were successful efforts across the country by various levels of government, including local governments, to regulate, ban, prohibit um, the kinds of ingredients and flavorings that would go into either tobacco products or uh, vaping products at the local level, at the municipal level. That has not happened in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we have we re, we remain unaware of any city or town in the state that has sought to regulate the ingredients, ingredients. or flavorings right. in tobacco products or in vaping products, like e-cigarettes. Is right. what they're talking about electronic cigarettes. Now, what what cities have done? is seek to regulate these businesses, convenience stores, or mm-hmm. the selling of these mm-hmm. products. Or like a vape shop? Right. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, yeah. by way of their zoning authority. And when this bit, when the bill was presented to us two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago, however long ago it was. It's been a long time ago. By the, by the tobacco lobby and the mm-hmm. convenience store lobby, it did not have... It did. It did not protect municipal authority over zoning of these businesses, like we have authority on every other business mm-hmm. across the state in terms mm-hmm. of zoning. That was not included. There was some language in there that was trying to protect um, something that Myrtle Beach had done a number of years ago in trying to get these vaping business off of Ocean Boulevard downtown. Right. It, it tried to protect that, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Nearly it, the language just wasn't quite good enough for everybody, uh, everybody mm-hmm. across the state. And so we mm-hmm. asked the these two lobbies to include protection of that or authority in the bill, which which we then said, if you get that in there and they did, then we as a municipal association will be neutral on this bill. We're mm-hmm. not going to we're not in favor of it. We're not against it. You've cleared us from the field in terms of advocating right. or opposing this bill. Right. And because so, before that language, we were a hundred percent. We would have been against it. But yes, big we, time against it. But not not necessarily on the on the morality or the health from the health perspective right. of regulating flavors and and ingredients. Because you know, is that something that the you know small cities in particular in the state should be doing? We wanted to protect that zoning authority, mm-hmm. which which was important. Mm-hmm. So, and we have not again, we have not heard from any city or town across the state that has sought to do this. Mm-hmm. So, in with that infor- with that knowledge in hand, we agreed to uh, move to a neutral position on the bill with the inclusion of the zoning protection. And that that language was included in years past yes. when the bill was pre-filed. I think it was pre-filed. Yes. It had that language yes. in it. Yes. Yes. It's okay. the exact same bill that, that has been filed right. previously, and right. therefore our position has not changed. Mm-hmm. So I went to the subcommittee meeting the other day to ensure that right. that, that it was authority stayed in there. And, in fact, a couple of senators on the subcommittee made the argument um, – to uh, opponents of the bill, mm-hmm. 
that, hey, you know, cities and towns can still regulate this stuff. Mm-hmm. They can keep it away from schools. They can mm-hmm. keep it away from churches. They or can keep if, it away from wherever. And I think in wherever. the case of Myrtle Beach, correct me if I'm wrong, they were trying to make that pavilion, old pavilion area into like a family-friendly right. place right. so they did not want yeah. so they, the, the vape shops right, right so, there in the middle exactly. of where so, the kids were. So through their zoning ordinance, they uh, uh, moved those businesses mm-hmm. out of those that area those businesses are still they can still operate in the city of Myrtle Beach right just not in the just not that in those particular areas they, correct they established right, right. So, and that's that's what's in the bill so the medical affairs subcommittee they passed that out yep. today mm-hmm. yesterday whenever it was yesterday yesterday um and it'll go to the full medical affairs so then today on the floor of the senate senator hutto brad hutto from um orangeburg he proposed a bill that actually went to the Senate Judiciary Committee because mm-hmm. it's in a different title um, of the of the law that would that would do a statewide. And I believe it was ingredients because he talked a lot about bubble gum and blueberry and right. the things that lure kids in. Right. He also mentioned, and this is tragic to me, um, that schools were putting in different types of fire smoke detectors yeah. in the bathrooms because yeah. a regular smoke detector does not detect the vaping. The vaping, yeah. The, the right. whatever you it's call basically, that. It's basically uh, water vapor. Right. So, they, so that, yeah. they, they're putting them because kids were going in the yeah. bathroom and vaping. Right. Children. Right. Yes. Um, which yes. don't get me on that now, high Now, look, course. and Senator Hutto in subcommittee really – I mean, he's he's a, a an ardent opponent of the of this bill, yes. which totally understandable. And he, I think, uh, he made sure that the convenience store <laughs> folks who want this bill, mm-hmm. he made sure to make make them understand that even so, they oppose this bill, but they have also previously opposed any sort of enforcement actions or enhanced enforcement right. actions against bad operators who sell to to underage to kids, people to children right? and and here's a problem so f- the federal law to buy cigarettes says you got to be 21 when mm-hmm. south carolina you only have to be 18 right. we have not changed our laws right we have not raised the the minimum age to buy cigarettes to 21 uh, in South Carolina, like the feds have, and and we have with alcohol. You know, course. when I turned eighteen, I went to a gas station and was like, "Hey, can I get a pack of cigarettes?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. And I like stood there, and I was like, "Well, aren't you going to card me?" And she was like, "Uh, no." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't. I mean, I wasn't going to well, buy them. I just wanted to be able to get. It's like buying beer when you're 21. Well, when I was, can in I hi- buy this? When I, I was really in high want school, it, when I, I was in, be able to buy it. When I was in high school, Casey, if you got a permission slip from your parents, you could smoke at school. What? In high school, yeah. Like in the 50s? No. <laughs> no, in the 80s. Have you ever seen Pretty in Pink? You ever <laughs> yes, seen that movie? I love that movie. Remember that scene where uh, Andy goes, Andy McCarthy, the Andy McCarthy character goes out into the into the courtyard there to, to see the Andy character, and she's out there and all the kids, all the, you know, cool kids are out there Well, there was a smoking section out. when I was in high school. It was called, it was called Cool World. A smoking and, section, like yeah, a designated smoking section, and you, went to, and you went to Cool World to smoke a cigarette if you wanted to at school. But I didn't. Yes, at high in high school. Well, then that's no. Then what are you in getting the, on me in about the, in what the you, 90s? What are you yelling at me about for having us getting a permission slip from your parents? Did I mean, you I, nobody got a permission school? slip from their parents. You just did it. Oh, it was you did it right illegally. And everybody. Oh, thought, it wasn't. It wasn't sanctioned. No, but nobody said anything. Really? Yes. Interesting. Well, it wasn't. Isn't nice. that wild? 
Huh. And then if you were you smoked, you were cool. That's so why anyway, you went to Cool World. So good thing I was a nerd. So Center Hutto really kind of lit into the to the convenience store folks and saying, "Look, you oppose this. You also oppose." Enhanced penalties for bad actors. Right. You know, you, you got to have it both ways. Yeah, you can't. You got to come. You got to come to the table. And you know, to his credit, the uh, the lobbyist for the convenience store says, "Look, I'm meeting with my board today. We are going to talk about this, and we right. are going to find a find a solution that, to to move forward." Mm-hmm. So anyway, that there, bill, there are a lot of things that have to get worked out. Is that what you're saying before I, this? I, I guess bill goes any further? Not, not as far as we're concerned. I, I remember, but yes, for that bill to move right. forward, yes, I think there's. I probably remember last have to be year, some, Scott. There were probably three or four senators who put their names on it. Yeah, I mean, it, that, it's, that held it up. And that'll, so. and that'll most likely happen again once right. it gets onto the well, Senate floor. I, just so. trying to protect children. I'd be surprised. I guess here comes my here comes Mama Bear. Sure, sure. Sure, and, and you know the American Cancer Society there was there the the South Carolina chapter and uh, other folks from the health you know the health right. community from schools parents were there to testify against it. I mean, I totally uh, hear what they are saying and I understand their position, and you know I know they they are probably disappointed that we as a municipal association did not oppose it, but again. Right. Because we are none concerned. of our cities right. have have reached out to us or have ex- even or even in our research mm-hmm. to find out if anybody's wanting to do this, you know, no one, none of our cities have have uh, you know taken this effort on. So that's we, why um, we a couple other things we that do. went on this week. We saw where bond reform uh, that we've talked about before on the show. Bond reform was um, passed out of a House Judiciary subcommittee with mm-hmm. some amendments. Mm-hmm. Um, the Senate bond reform bills are still in sub. They carry them over for further work on them. Yep. Um, and there have been some other bills that we have um, followed that we were prepared to testify on, but didn't have to. Well, let's talk about one of them that we, okay. we, that Joni's been working on and uh, I kind of got involved with a little bit. And that okay. was that today uh, is uh, house bill 3327, 3327. This is a bill that would uh, amend the FOIA law amendment that was made several years ago where um, it, it provided, um, among other things, it provided for uh, someone who's making a FOIA request to take a city to court over that and vice versa if a city felt as though it were being uh, unduly burdened or, or being har- harassed, for lack of a better term, over some FOIA requests that it could then also seek relief in the courts from these undue, these, you know, burdensome requests. Right. right. The bill 3327 would require among, would do two things. One is require that the circuit court adjudicate that case within a year of receiving it or, Mm -hmm. or it being filed. The other part where we have an issue is that it takes away discretion, the discretion of a judge, the circuit court judge, about um, awarding court costs and attorney's fees to whomever prevails. And specifically, even if a city were to prevail or a public body, as listed in the, in the, in the bill, right. a public body is expressly prohibited from recovering any attorney's fees or court costs if it were to prevail in in one of these actions. And so, you know, we would like to have that 
stricken out of the bill, deleted from from the bill, because is it fair that the taxpayer be on the hook for court costs and attorney's fees when it when the city is attacked by a First Amendment auditor, for instance? Right. And everybody right. is becoming more and more familiar with these First Amendment auditors who come in and cause problems in their city halls. And then it's basically, you know, in, in some cases is paper terrorism, if you will. And so right. if one of those folks were to lose in court, then the taxpayer ought to be able to recover her costs and her attorney's fees for defending the city mm-hmm. uh, because of this this frivolous action that these that these First Amendment auditors or anybody else for that matter. Now, right. the argument against that is, well, that's a chilling effect on somebody from making a FOIA request or you know making a FOIA request at all. And I don't I don't know that I don't know that um, you know the the one off or the genuine person the person who j- is genuine seeking a FOIA making a FOIA request mm-hmm. is going to be chilled by that. I think this should be more targeted towards those chronic, chronic FOIA filers. But right. but the other part is the, the way to solve this is instead of prohibiting cities and towns or any other public body from being able to recover those costs, mm-hmm. just leave it the way it is now for them, right? And leave it up to the discretion of the judge. Mm-hmm. So we'll be working to try and and get that change. depending on case by case if the judge deems right. that the request was frivolous precisely or, yeah precisely right. okay yeah now it, it, as the bill wants, or if the same person yeah. or the same entity is asking for repeatedly every single you know right whatever in the yeah. entire yeah 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 so okay. you know it doesn't have to you know the cities yes you can be excluded from automatically receiving those court costs cities can mm-hmm. but at the very at the at the very least, it needs to be left up to the discretion of the judge. So okay. we're we're working on that. If if you're listening to this and you're interested in that, I would encourage you to reach out to us and we can tell you who you need to talk to. Uh, it's in a, right. it was in a Senate Judiciary Constitutional Laws Subcommittee today. It was in a House House House, House. Judiciary Gosh. Con Laws Sub House Con Laws Sub. Listen, that's my jam. I, listen, I just send y'all that. over there and you just go to the room number. I tell you, I, I'm right. the one that's. Supposed uh, yeah, yeah. To know I don't know stuff. what the name of the committee or subcommittee right. you is. You just know, Scott. This time, this will go. At, yeah, at the, in right. this room. What else went? What else happened this week? Um, bond reform was twice. Well, three three different meetings on Erica's bond been reform. That. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been following that. Um, the open carry bill. You were in that sub yesterday, I think, or no, constitutional carry. I'm sorry. Right? Was no, that I didn't yesterday? go to that one. Somebody you, else you, must have gone to that no, one. No, Erica went. Erica yeah, went. That's, Erica right. Was in that That's right. I, I didn't go to that one. Um, now, you're, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> um, Erica went to that. That bill, I don't recall the bill number on that, but it's the bill that allows you to carry um, yes. a gun without a permit. Correct. Or without any sort of training. Right. That passed out with flying colors. Um, yes. In Lots of exclusions the in that. Committee. Lots of exclusions in that. But bottom line is, you can tote it out on the street if you want to. That's right. Um, so we look for, you know, the Senate is still in as of right now. They could you know. go and finish give the their version of the abortion bill third reading. Um, what are they doing after will, that? Will that um, will that satisfy those anti-abortion? Um, well, the short the answer house, is no. Short right. answer is no. But next anything, week, abortion anything, will anything be on the House calendar. Sh- anything short of a total ban on abortion is not going to satisfy many of right. them. So we'll many of the members of the General Assembly, House and Senate, we, back where we started. Pres- presumably, yes. Scott, have I given you enough time to think to have thought about our trivia well, question? I just wanted to. 
Oh, did you need something else? I to- just want no. I just wanted to to thank all of the the several people <laughs> who came up to us during oh, HLAD yes. and and uh, gave us ideas and compliments about the show. Yes. Um, and you know, Seth came up and he thinks it's a great idea that we get sponsors. Well, like not real sponsors, but like just people to bring us stuff, so, like yeah. cookies or beer. Yeah. So, so or... if you, so if you want to send us a big box of that, we'll take it. Our mailing address is, or no, our physical address is fourteen eleven Gervais Street, and the zip code is two nine two zero one. Right. So, well, I mean, we'll we'll I'll eat a cookie while I'm talking on this podcast and say, <laughs> God, this was good, or gee, this sucks. Is that? Am I going to get bleeped out on that one? I, more than likely. You know that is a word the that I have tried producer. to that I have tried to um, teach my children not to say. I got in I trouble. Just, in, I got in trouble in high school for using that I word. Just said it. I had to go to the principal's live office. on the air. The uh, Miss um, Mrs. Executive Producer will probably uh, get that one. Let me let me repeat this question one more time and give you just a moment and. Give Greg and uh, Vic and um, Seth a minute to think about it. Are there cities and towns in South Carolina that have the same name as a county, but are not located in that county? Would you like to try to answer the question, Scott, or the shall an- I go to my caller? The answer is yes. Okay. Yeah. That part one, correct. <laughs> now, can you tell me the city or cities that that applies to? I can only think of one. And that would be the town of Kershaw. Right. That is la- located in Lancaster County. But not Kershaw County. But not Kershaw County. That's correct. So this next one, I kind of I think it's a stretch, but we're going to count it. Okay. It's a little bit of a stretch. Calhoun Falls is in Abbeville County, yes. not Calhoun County. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so we've got definitely... Calhoun- Kershaw and Calhoun, Lancaster County, but Calhoun Falls is in Abbeville so, County, not Calhoun County. So Calhoun Falls would presumably be named after falls that would have been on the Savannah River since Calhoun Correct. Falls is located on right, Lake... Right, Abbeville. What's the... Is that Lake Russell? Or is that Strom Thurmond? Yes, Lake Russell. Um, a number of years ago, Calhoun Falls got a grant to open up the... Um, a blue way there. I think it's golly, what's it called? They've they've got a they've got a nice little park there uh, on the lake that is helping them to attract visitors and kayakers and boaters and recreational people. But I, for my purposes, I would only probably count Kershaw. But that's just me. And that is the trivia question for today. Wonder who I wonder who got that. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, that's, you know, that's not just the basic, like how many cities and towns are in South Carolina. Look and, at, see, I just did. I just tossed it. And if anybody from, if anybody from Kershaw is listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Kershaw, the town was at one point a part of Kershaw County and then they de-annexed or, uh, you know, into Lancaster seceded into Lancaster County I could be wrong about that one of my favorite things is to listen to the new weather people that move here from other places and they start talking about in Lancaster Lancaster. County I always say always say if you say Lancaster and Lancaster you'll get cut so well that's like saying that's like saying McBee and And McBee yes right you don't say McBee thanks everybody for listening we'll see you next week Be sure to follow the Municipal Association's podcasts on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and SoundCloud. 
Find the latest from the Municipal Association on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the association's website, masc.sc. 